Hi friends, I hope you all are doing well. Um, here we are another week. Today is Wednesday, August 16th. We're halfway through August um, and this pod episode will be up tomorrow. Uh, before we get into the episode, there are a few things that I want to address. Most importantly, the wildfires that are taking place in Maui. Um, this has been really devastating to to see, um, and it's been devastating to hear the, the, the stories and see the images and the videos of the things that are happening, um, in Maui and the fires that are taking place. Um, I do, I will be linking a couple donation sites in the description of this podcast episode because I think it's important if you have the ability to redistribute your wealth, especially if you are someone who has ever been a tourist in Hawaii, um, who has ever, you know, owned land there, lived there, anything like that. I think it's really important that you um, give back to the place that you, in which you vacationed. Um, And that being said, I know there's a lot of nuance surrounding you know whether it's ethical to visit Hawaii or not um one thing I will say is that you know you may be like who am I who am I Natasha to be speaking on this or to preach whatever on this but my personal opinion is um you know I as much as I've never been to Hawaii um as much as I would love to go and I do 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 have a deep desire to visit. Um, I think right now it's really important to respect the wishes of Native Hawaiians and not visit the land. Um, again, I know that a lot of you have visited, and I, you know I don't. I don't think I'm the person to whom you should be looking for. I guess validation or um, lack thereof, like. I can't really speak on it because I'm not Hawaiian myself. Um, But yeah, so, you know, do whatever you think is best for your situation. Um, And I think, you know, if you are planning on visiting, it's so hard. I don't, like, I would say, like, be as ethical as possible about it. Um, Respect the land, first and foremostly and the people there um take time to learn about you know the history of all of it um and how the u.s colonized hawaii um there's a lot of like deep deep history there a lot of painful history there that i think um needs to be acknowledged more in like the mainstream media and in education um and you know I'm learning every day myself but I think that I say all of this to say that um it's been interesting to see how the reactions from these fires because you have so many native Hawaiians displaced by the fires and then a lot of what the media has been highlighting like I think I saw this on like NBC or like CNN or something they've been highlighting tourist stories and how you know they've 
their vacation was ruined because of these fires, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I cannot believe that even after all of this, we're, we're only focusing on, you know, the white people who are there visiting rather than the native Hawaiians who are now displaced and have been displaced in the past by these same tourists, right? Um, I think it's really critical to think about things from that lens and just know that, or just remember that if you want to find certain nar narratives, you'll be able to find them. Like, I think that there are a lot of Native Hawaiians, like, speaking out about what's happening, and I urge you to, you know, in the time that you're listening to this podcast, maybe do a quick Google search, do a quick search on Instagram to, like, find those stories and to make sure that you're uplifting those and really spreading the word about how things actually are rather than, you know, that tropical vacation-y whatever experience. Uh, yeah, so, you know, my, my thoughts are with the people in Maui right now. Um, I will, again, be linking donation sites to the description of this podcast, and I think there's always more that we can all do. Um, but I think making sure that you're educated yourself and redistributing your wealth however you can is a good way to, is are good ways to start. Um, so yeah, we're going to hop right into the episode now and we'll go from there. All right, so today we're going to be talking about something that is a bit controversial possibly very controversial and I've been wanting to discuss this on the pod for a while and I think I'm just gonna bite the bullet and do it um this sounds like okay first of all like you know I we all believe what we believe which you'll see what how that all comes into play in this episode but um I think that just as much as you have your beliefs it's important to respect mine and like these are just the thoughts that I'm sharing um, I'm not necessarily trying to push this on to anyone, but I'm just, I just, my goal is to just provide a perspective and to provide thoughts that maybe folks don't really think about in the day to day. Um, at the end of the day, as long as you believe in human rights and you have respect for people, um, I have respect for you. And I think that's all like that I think that's the root of all of this um so we are going to be talking about religion today the concept of religion my thoughts on religion my qualms with religion um I understand that some of you listening to this could be very religious you could not be religious at all do whatever makes you happy like I get it um, and that's like, I guess that's where I'll start. Like, I think that it's important to remember that religion as a concept was created to, to make everyone have something like to believe in. Um, at least that's how I see it. And I personally, like, I totally get needing to have faith in something to get through this life and 
to, you know, kind of make sense, kind of provide yourself with a personal why as to why everything is the way it is. Um, but that being said, as much as, you know, it's fun to, not even fun or like fulfilling, I guess, to believe in all of these different um, things, these values, these stories, whatever it is that you want to call it, I think it's also important to recognize the place that actual proof and like, and, you know, scientific evidence has in this world. Um, I apologize if I don't say things as correctly or as maybe PC as you think I should in this episode, but I'm just going to say it how it is and I guess what runs through my mind. And again, I totally believe, I mean, I totally, like, I totally get it. If you have different beliefs than I do, if you, if you have different thoughts on this, I, I 100% get it. I mean, that's kind of like the gist of this episode anyway. Um, okay, so... I think, like, I don't know if I want to, okay, I'll start with this. So, like I was just saying, I think religion was kind of created so everything, so everyone would have something to believe in, and I think in a lot of ways it's a beautiful thing. I think that it can really bring people together, but also we weren't, like, a lot of these things we don't even know if they're true, right? Like, I don't know. I just, I think in every religion, regardless of what it is, there's, there's this level of like myth and, and that's, and that's fine. But I think people treat it so, so sacredly. Is that a word? What am I trying to say? Oh my God. People view it in such a sacred way and like, literally like treat it as like gospel that it impacts their actions and how they treat people in this life that they're living right now um in this physical realm of you know everything um I for context my family is Hindu um which is one of the more prominent um religions in India um, and it's like what considered one of like the five major religions I'm doing like air quotes around that but if you like took world history class in high school or whatever and even in middle school um, you probably learned a little bit about Hinduism Hinduism or like kind of the gist of it but honestly not really I feel like it was still I feel like other than being this is for you know people who grew up in the U.S. Um, maybe you agree with this, but I think being in a space where, in a country where, like, obviously there's supposed to be, like, a separation of church and state, um, you know, separation of religion from, you know, like, the law and, you know, how we're governed, um, I, and from, like, public entities, so, like, education, stuff like that, like, public education, um, a lot of things, there's a lot of familiarity overall, with like Christianity and how that is presented even in public schools versus when other religions are discussed. Um, it's, they're, they're, they're crafted in a way 
these lesson plans for these religions are like crafted in a way that's palatable to like majority white people because those are the kids who are that's the majority of the kids in like the majority of these schools that are like predominantly white um and like the schools that I went to were predominantly white and I'm not saying that all white people are Christian um and not all Christians are white people I just think that there's a certain like layer of Christianity which I'll get into that's like used in this country and this isn't Again, this episode is not bashing any one religion. Like, this is not about Christianity specifically. I'm using that for context right now. But I have a qualm with, like, any organized religion, like, in general. Or I just have issues with the concept of organized religion, regardless of what religion it is. Um, so, yeah. I My family's Hindu. Um, I've, you know, been to the temple. I've participated in pujas, which are, like, the prayer ceremonies or like kind of like the equivalent of like a church service I guess um and but what I will say is that I think Hinduism has a level of like a very large like cultural component to it so yes there are all these things where you could be at the temple and you could be praying deeply and literally religiously but I think a lot of it is also community and there's a lot of like community aspects and like events and joy and, you know, culture, food, all of that dancing like wrapped up, wrapped up in it. So um, I feel like it's more of like a social religion to that extent. Um, there are, I think, but also I think there are ways where you could take Christ or you could take Hinduism to that level and be like super super Hindu and like be ultra religious like in that sense um but I think my relationship with it growing up was always pretty casual um and we didn't have like there's not a set time every week where you go to the temple and you pray P other people might have that but I did not have that like I could go months and months and months without going to the temple um or like attending a puja and praying, right? Um, I think as I've, so I, I was never really pushed into it and never forced to be like passionate about it, which I do really appreciate. Like obviously um, I love to participate in like these community events and these gatherings and I will occasionally like with my family or when I'm home, you know, and things like that. Um, because again, it's really like a huge community thing, but I'm not someone who will go out of the way to do that on my own. And I would never push anything religious, let alone Hinduism on anyone because I don't even, I'm probably not that well versed in it myself. Um, so yeah, I feel like as I, as I grew older, I, I, I've always been someone who's really, this sounds so cliche to say, but I've always been someone who's very, like, existential, and I'm always asking why, like, the question why, and so as I grew older and older, like, I feel like I've always been someone who thinks very analytically or deeply, um, which sounds so pretentious to say, that's not what I mean, but I feel like if you know me, you know how I am as a person and you get it 
so of course, naturally, religion is one of those things that I question. And um, I just feel like from a young age, I always felt like there was so much hypocrisy um, threaded within religion because I feel like people use religion first and foremostly a huge theme throughout this whole entire podcast episode is that people use religion as a scapegoat to to either do good unto others or to oppress others um and I think that is bonkers honestly because you're telling me that this thing that you can't even see, this thing that you read about, basically a story at the end of the day, and I'm not trying to minimize people's experiences, but that's just, just bear with me for now. This thing that you were told, like you were born into this family and they told you to believe this thing. They were like, hey, you should believe this. And then you're like, okay, cool. You're telling me that that is going to dictate how you treat others and how you live your life. Doesn't that seem a little fishy to you? Um, I think if you're if you're only treating someone well because you're because it's written in some religious text or it's whatever it is, I think that there's like deeper things that you should probably examine there. And on that same note. Just because you went to church or to the temple or to the mosque or the synagogue or whatever else on Sunday, just because you went to worship on Sunday doesn't mean you didn't murder someone on Monday. If I'm being, I know it's a, that's a very like um, abrasive thing to say, but it's true. Like there are so many people out there who who are so, so, so religious and say that they live by God or whomever, right? Whoever they believe in. Um, but they're still terrible people. Um, I believe the best in everyone, but I'm saying, like, I'm calling it like I see it. Like, there are people out there who are willing to do horrible things regardless of what their religion says. Um... And I, I don't know, I just find it really hypocritical, honestly, because I also think too, so there's this book called Beautiful World, Where Are You? by Sally Rooney. Some of you may have read it, but there's a passage in it, which I, which resonated with me a lot because it's something that I've literally thought my whole life and I'd never seen anyone else like write it in words, I guess, or like I never saw, saw it like manifest in into words on a page but basically a lot of times people pray when they are in need of something when they're in need of at least guidance when they're in need of help when they want like good health or good fortune or whatever it is for themselves or their family members and it's like you're you you pray to god and you're like dear god or whomever whomever you believe in um dear higher being help me with this thing, help me with X, Y, Z. But how often do we practice gratitude in those moments? Um, I think, I think it's just interesting that people are told like, oh, 
this designated time and this designated place is when you're going to pray, but they never do it on their own. They never practice gratitude or, or look or, or are spiritual or look within themselves on their own. It's always in these, this set, it's always at the set place at the set time on the set day or set days. Um, I think, again, it's like, you're really just, you're really just following something with, no real reason for it and I think that it's really cool to see so many I feel like people my age or I guess younger generations kind of grow up to question that and grow up to at least you know even if they are religious they they grow up to examine different faiths not just the faith that their family told them that they needed to follow and found what worked for them because Literally, I mean, it's it's how it is in every other aspect of identity. Like, you can't choose what you were born into. You can't choose what faith you had. So if you're born into, like, a Hindu family, then you're going to think that that's all there is. You're going to think you're going to take that as truth because that's what you're that's what is exposed to you. Right. But that doesn't mean that that's what you actually feel in your heart. And I think it takes a lot of self-awareness and emotional intelligence to arrive at that and to be willing to question it. Um, I think a lot of people, again, they just want something to believe in. They want some sort of constant or stability. So that's also why I feel like people don't question religion or like what they're told or what they're taught. Um because it's just an uncomfortable thing to do and that's totally fair and valid in this world that is growing like that has always been uncomfortable for a lot of communities but I feel like it's growing like increasingly uncomfortable for every community to a certain extent um so I don't know I just I think that it's important to think about these things and I hope that I'm making sense when I'm saying all this and again like I really do not mean to offend anyone with what I'm saying but I'm just being honest right now this is how I feel and it honestly kind of unsettles me when someone is so deeply involved or embedded within any religion to that extent that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be friends with those people like some of my best Friends, some of my favorite people on this planet are people who hold reli their religion very near and dear to their hearts. And I respect that. But the thing is, like, they're some of my favorite people and some of the best people I know because they don't let that dictate how they treat others. Or, like, I've seen them in other facets of life or other, other situations in life where they are truly accepting and kind of other people. I I don't know. I I think it's also hard too when it's hard to really be in support of something like religion when if you look at it in a literal sense, like look at what has happened over the course of this earth like the existence of this earth the course of this world the the course of the world as we know it um religion has been again used as a scapegoat and maybe not even a scapegoat maybe it's 
lit the literal cause of these different of so much like violence and oppression in this world and before you say anything whatever example you bring up trust me I already think about it I'm already there I am still gonna stand by this because I just think that for something that we can't even see for something that has that has honestly separated people so much it's fair to say that it's fair to be skeptical and honestly a little bit afraid or like weary of religion because of the things that it's done like just look at history right again people certain religious groups which trans like some there are a lot of religions out there like hinduism but you know a lot of other religions that craft into like or kind of have that shift into they create communities and they create culture so it's in addition to worshiping a certain thing or certain things it's also like a group of people a community a society whatever an area of the world like forms from this and other religions that have were more powerful other communities that were more powerful use that to oppress these religions and these cultures religion slash cultures i guess at the same time i don't think that it's fair for religions who have been historically oppressed to oppress other religions now um or not even other religions but oppress other communities now like just because you've faced x does not mean that you can project x onto another group of people and people and the thing is it's like we say that but then these groups will be like well you're just being like anti like my religion you're being this you're being that whatever and but it's like but it's like it's not about your religion it's about the fact that you think it's okay to use your religion to violate human rights and to make people feel small and to make people feel like they don't they aren't valid or like they can't exist and to 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 i guess you know in a lot of cases wreak like violence on different identities and different communities um i want to say right here and now after saying all of that that I am not in any way alluding to any specific religion with anything that I just said. There may be religions that come into mind in your head where you've seen that, and that's fine. But I'm saying this, this is for me right now, this is a blanket statement of every religion. I think every religion is capable of, has the capability or like has the components to, that can be where people can use those components to oppress others to treat others poorly at the end of the day i believe in human rights above all else i believe that people should be treated with 
everyone is deserving of of love and respect and health and basic human needs, basic human rights. Um, and I will, I do not think that religion will ever be an excuse to violate any of that. Especially when a lot of religious groups, which again, become cultural groups, have also had their own human rights violated in some way or the other. I know that's a really roundabout way of explaining it, um, and maybe not the most eloquent way, but I hope that that was, like, what I'm saying is clear. Um, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, and I know it's it's a very tense topic, but it's, it's the nature of the beast. Um, and I think there's just been a lot recently that has just pushed me to want to at least speak on this. I'm sure I'll be talking about religion in episodes to come, but... I just really needed to get, you know, the basics out there because personally, I just feel like it's it from what I've seen in my own life and just what I see in the world, I feel like it's done a lot more harm than it has good. And I hope that doesn't hurt anyone. And I apologize if it does, but I'm just being honest, like that's how it looks to me. Um it's scary. It's scary to see how how, how, I don't know what word I want to use here, and this is such a silly word to use, but how, like, whipped people are by religion. Um, growing up, I had some really interesting experiences with it as well, I think. So, I am, I guess it doesn't matter anymore because I'm out of school, but I was always, like, one of the youngest people in my grade because I entered kindergarten um, a year early, so I was four for the first few days of kindergarten, um, and I, my birthday's after the cutoff date, so I went to a private school, a Catholic school in kindergarten because of that, and so a part of obviously going to a school like that is, I think every Tuesday we attended church, right? Again, I'm not, um, Catholic, I'm not Christian, I don't go to churches, but that was just part of the day, um, which makes sense because I was at a Catholic school. So I think that I have like a good amount of like, a good amount of knowledge of, um, I think Christianity and maybe certain denominations within that, just because I was exposed to it growing up through so many different means. And, you know, even after that, I had friends growing up like childhood friends who who on my birthday and on different holidays would they're christian they know that i'm not christian but they would still gift me like bibles and like the story of jesus and whatever else and again i'm speaking personally this podcast episode is not just about christianity it's about every religion okay like I'm putting that right then and there this is just my experience growing up in the United States growing up in a predominantly white area going to predominantly white schools where that were where everyone was predominantly Christian um to some extent you know and there were a lot of Catholics there were a lot of Lutherans I don't know um and so 
yeah, that was kind of a weird experience. Like, being gifted all those things as though it was... And then it just became so, like, normalized. But it's like, all these people expect me to know so much about their religion, but they have never taken the time to get to know anything about mine. They probably didn't even know that I that I was Hindu because I feel like people make the assumption that everyone has the same beliefs and the same religion and that's just not the case. Um, but that's like what people were conditioned to believe at, at home. Um, interestingly, so this is kind of a weird story, but I, okay, so my first boyfriend, I'm putting that in quotations because I don't know if, I, people have different opinions about whether you'd consider, like, at certain ages, whether you consider someone a boyfriend or not, because, like, technically we got together in, like, middle school, like, we were, like, 13, 12, 13, um, and so that could be real, that could not be real, I, it's up to you, the first person I, you know, like, dated, or, like, where we both had crushes on each other, whatever, um, he had a certain religion to which, and this religion he followed very religiously, um, and it was very, like, ingrained into who he was as a person, so he so desperately, even though we were so young, we were literal children, wanted me to convert to this religion um down the line and obviously this is this is like a lot to say um on here and this isn't against anyone or anything I obviously I did not convert to anything but um I think at the time when you're literally 12 and 13 and 14 and you're like and that seems like the biggest deal ever right it's like you know, like, your first boyfriend, whatever, and you're trying to, like, make things work, and you think it's the be-all, end-all, when it really isn't, and I mean, like, I'll say right here now, I, this is nothing against this person or anyone I've dated, but, like, I'm very glad to not be with people from my past anymore, like, they're in the past for a reason, and that was a different time like I was literally a kid like I'm literally twice that age now like I'm about to be 25 so just a very different time um and to see how much that swallowed this person how much this religion like swallowed this person whole is mind-blowing to me because now well actually I don't know about now because I don't know where this person is now I hope he's doing well but I have not talked to him in years and years and years and years and years and years, right? Um, but I know that even by the end of high school, he wasn't really religious anymore. Um, so I think that says a lot, right? Like, I think that when, as we grow older, you end up experiencing things that make you question a lot of things and I can't speak for him I don't know his story but I could see how that probably happened for him and 
I think it's so interesting how I don't know the fact that I was even in these spaces like that just blows my mind like it's such a weird situation to describe but that's what I'm saying like religion really gets to people and I it just it it it, it does terrify me to a certain extent like I I say this with like the utmost respect right because I don't want to come for anyone's culture like it's not about it's not about the culture and the community that you foster but please like look at how you're using religion and how that's influencing you and how you're using it to influence others because we've seen you know in this country and in other countries based on whatever predominant religions they have there that how how deeply it is used to in legislation right like how i was saying earlier like we talk so much about like separation of church and state or whatever it is right but the argument that so many people use when they're talking about like abortion or lgbtq rights which first of all again these are human rights basic human rights you should be able to get an abortion you should be able to love identify be whoever you want to be um love whoever you want to love like i don't like it's it's simple to me um and i don't think that it's extreme in any way shape or form but you have these people using religion again as a scapegoat to saying why it's so wrong and i'm like but that's what you believe that's not what i believe and what you believe has nothing to do with the existence of like my being or like lack thereof like and i know that we all know this but and you know again that's specific to things that are happening i guess more so in this country but you can look at any other country in the world and see how again the 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 primary or like predominant religion in that country has influenced leadership and has influenced the way that people are treated and majority of the time if not all the time it's it's been it's been negative um and it's been sad and that's all like on a literal level if we talk about i i think i would describe myself as agnostic because i in some ways i am just like you know we're all the same we all want something to believe in like i desperately want to have faith in something because how else do i keep going otherwise in, to some extent right um and just like everyone else like it's natural human tendency to ask you know what happens after we die what happened before we were born like why does this happen why does this happen right but again it's like hard to really know what's coming it's hard to really know what to believe in that respect so it's like i yes i do think that there is some higher thing maybe possibly out there some higher influence um i do think i do i am someone who takes like karma pretty seriously and like energy 
pretty seriously. Like, I truly believe that, like, what you exude is what you receive. And that's not necessarily a religious thing. I think, if anything, it's more spiritual. But, um, you know, it is what it is. I, I often think about, like, the start of the, of the, the earth or the universe or whatever. So we know, like, let's just start with the Big Bang Theory. We know that that happened, but that came from something. Like, so let's say the root of everything is like an atom or a particle or molecule or whatever, um, whatever the scientists say, that had to come from somewhere. Like, even nothing comes from something. So where did that come from? And if you say, at that point, if you say like, oh, God created the universe or whomever, whatever that higher being is, they also had to come from somewhere too. So that's what really trips me out. And that's like the, the question that, to which no one has the answer. And I think about it every day. But at the same time, I think it's probably for the best that we don't know the answer. And I think that we have to become better at accepting that we're not going to know everything. And no, we're not going to know what happens, you know, after we die until it happens. And I think that's okay because I think the reason we don't know those things is because whatever it is, whatever energy or being or influence or whatever is out there really wants us to to focus on our time to here, to cultivate the time that we have now and to make the most of the time that we have now. What am I doing today? What is present Natasha doing? Not what am I going to be doing once I'm six feet under? Well, I guess it depends on whether I'm like cremated or not. Whatever. Whether I'm ashes or I'm six feet under. That doesn't matter. What matters is now. Um, and it's hard. It's hard to not worry about the past or the future, not, to not dwell on those things. I'm guilty of all of that as well. But I just don't think that it's safe at least for me to use religion to explain all of that because I don't know what's true and we can't prove anything. We can't prove any of that. You can you can say that it's certain things happened and the start of this happened and you know it's been written in history throughout time and it's passed like through oral history and written history whatever. At the end of the day, we have no physical evidence of that. So I'm going to take what I know and just accept the fact that I'm not going to know that. And I don't want to use religion to to put me under some illusion um, to that extent. This is definitely, this episode is definitely a lot. There's a lot in here. There's a lot. I mean, with everything that I've said, I feel like you could literally dissect each sentence in this episode and have a whole entire conversation just about that and I know that I I have had one with many of you and again there are so many beautiful aspects of religion as well and I think those aspects are more of like the cultural aspects and there's so many like universal sense of belonging inclusive parts of different religions and I think that it's beautiful to learn about those things like I love going into different religious spaces and taking in you know that experience and immersing myself in that experience and I'm always open to that um and I have been I have had the 
privilege of been being in many different places of worship um it's just that I don't want to put my heart into that or devote anything to that like I will learn about it from like a historical um factual what does this religion entail what what are the beliefs all of that standpoint but that is not how I'm gonna live my life I'm gonna live my life based on what I think is true and good and moral in my own heart and and everyone can do what they want to that extent as well. Um, I hope I hope that that all made sense. Oh my gosh, I feel like there's just that was a lot to 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 say, um, and I feel like I have so much more to say too. But we're already running like over forty minutes, and I could talk about religion forever and ever and ever. Honestly, if I want. Um, I have so many different like experiences and stories and I've been to so many again like different places that are like the epitome of like so much so many like religions or like such sacred areas of the world um, and I will save those experiences and those stories for another day I think because they all tie into larger things um, but yeah that's why I you know, that's why I'm not really like the most religious person and I'm a bit skeptical and hesitant toward the the concept of religion. Um, and that's just like my personal preference and that's what helps me. Um, and all I'll say is if you're listening to this and you are really religious, that's great. You know, live your life. But I just hope that you don't use that as an excuse or weaponize your religion to hurt others, to oppress others, or to violate other people's basic human rights. Alright, so I'm going to leave it there for now. Um, let me talk about something nice that happened to me this past week. Oh my god, there's so many things. Er, yeah, I saw a lot of friends actually. This past week. I feel like I've been saying that every week, but like, what else am I going to do, right? Um, I, one of my, so on Sunday, this past Sunday, actually, I went over to my friend Gabrielle's place and me, her, our friend Sid and our friend Corinne, we watched the new um, rom-com movie, Red, White, and Royal Blue. And it was actually a very cute movie. Like, I highly recommend. Um, it's about, you know, these two guys who fall in love. And they both, one of them is, um, lives in the White House. One of them lives in Buckingham Palace. And it's, it was just a really, really cute story to see. And I'm actually really curious to read the book because it is based on a book. So I think I'm going to pick up the book at some point and um, give it a read. Because I think it had a lot of important... Uh, messages in it and I want to see how they translated the story from the book into the movie and what pieces they pulled that they thought were important to capture in the movie so that was really cool um yeah I've just been I went on a really nice run today the weather has been divine the past couple days I know that not everyone loves it it's been like overcast but I think I just like that it's been cooler like literally like the high has been like 70 
there's a nice breeze and a little bit of like a spray, like a little bit of a, a sprinkle, if you must, from the rain, which is really cool. And yeah, we have some exciting stuff coming up this weekend as well. I'm officially moving to my new apartment this weekend. Pretty stressed out about that, among other things. Like I will say, it's a pretty stressful time in life right now, uh, but it is what it is and we'll get through it and apparently uh venus retrograde ends on my birthday so that's a good that's a little good sign like i think it's kind of like fate in that sense and maybe we'll be able to kick off 25 in a more positive fashion uh but i'm gonna have low expectations just to protect myself um from any disappointment so that's that song wreck um this is so random, but earlier today I was coming back from my run and I the song um, Your Power by Billie Eilish came on and I was just like really listening to it, like really immersed in it. And I was like, I really like this song. Um, so go ahead and check that out. I will list that in the description of this pod episode as well. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on everything that I talked about in this episode. I know it was really heavy. I know it was a lot. I know that you're not, you might not agree with all of it and that's okay. Um, but regardless, I'm sending you all lots and lots of love and I will talk to you all next week.